brain through a table of wrestling knowledge. Announce table. One hundred and seventy three. How are you, T Mac? Turn up the music. Turn up. I got green beans, chicken, tomato, potatoes, all of it. Come on. Name <laughs> it. Uh, you actually have that? <laughs> yeah. You just, yeah. It was throwing me off because every time I talked, the music would cut out of my ear. So I was off beat oh. because uh, I was like, wait a minute. Did it go away? Nope, it didn't. It's nope. weird that okay. it does that. But hey, you know. I got greens, beans, tomatoes, potatoes, chicken, turkey. You name it. You name it. If you guys haven't seen that Google it, YouTube, you name you name it challenge. It's so fun. It's my favorite thing of the week. Why? Because it's absurd, and it takes the great art of taking words and turning them into music, so we can dance. But can I dance in them? <laughs> can I dance in them? Uh, what else we have is a lot of pro wrestling talk for this week. This is what we do. This is a professional wrestling podcast. That is T Mac. You've been hearing. I am Captain Awesome, and we uh we talk pro wrestling. Yes, we do. Man, you look extra giddy this evening. You name it. <laughs> that, that really got you hyped. I feel it's like so fun. Since, since we last it? talked uh, later this at well, I mean we've talked since, but uh, since work was done, you've probably sat in your in your place of residence, and you have probably just watched that video over and over and over and over while you showered and did something weird with your hand there, but. Uh, during our CrossFit workout, I just played that on loop and it was a 20 minute workout. <laughs> Not, you didn't play what ass man, huh? Like Billy What's that? You didn't play the ass man like uh, Kurt Angle. Was that who was? No, no, that's Dolph Ziggler. Dolph Ziggler. That's right. Yeah. 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 You yeah. name it. Oh man. That's <laughs> great. I love that. Um, yeah. yeah, I'm giddy. I'm happy. Life's okay. What'd you do this week? You know, nothing, honestly. Yeah. I mean, really, like every day uh, when I've talked to close friends or relatives, um, they're like, so how was your day? I'm like, mindless. You know? Nice. So nothing bad. Nice. Nothing good. Nice. Just just enjoying some good podcasts, uh, enjoying some good work. We hired some new people, so getting acclimated with them and uh, – Finding some great YouTube videos to watch, you know. Mm-hmm. How about you? We, um, yeah, I was trying to think. Of, I mean, we this weekend kind of on a whim. I mean, Nicole's been talking about it for a while, but uh, we went and we fed some homeless. We went and bought some food and made some sandwiches and and some apples and stuff and waters and went out and went uh, around various areas of Kansas City and you know with like you like you didn't go to like a. a, a uh, a shel- like a no. shelter or like a food bank. You no. just said, hey, you, take yeah. this. And yeah, they I took it. Out, I would get out of the car and I would say, here, hope this helps or whatever, you know. Yeah, you know, it was a unique experience. Um, I would uh, not take food from you. They were always, yeah, I know you wouldn't. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Who knows if they ate it or not. Well, we know right. one guy did for sure. Um, I saw him. You have a, 
You have a face for radio. <laughs> it was, it was, you know, I mean, with, uh, oh, I do, um, with, you know, with the current climate, you know, we've been talking about ways to, you know, help and do things and make a better place around us. And, uh, that was one thing that we could do. Um, did get like, uh, you know, I saw one, you know, poor gentleman was, you know, down in the plaza area and he was sitting there with a sign and everything. So I walked up and, you know, gave him a bag and, and some water and just said, Hey man, I hope this helps. And, and then somebody was like thanking me from a car, you know, and it just felt like that was nice, you know, but like, it also felt like I was like, eh, like I feel bad taking thanks for that. You know what I mean? Yeah, but they're just yeah. thinking you because maybe course, they, uh, you, right. maybe you inspired them to do something good. Sure, and that's what you know what I mean. Uh, I told gosh. you about the time that I still give. Uh, I go to the Kansas City Rescue Mission and I still uh, feed the uh, hungry on uh, Christmas and Thanksgiving. But nice. and I've also done the whole thing like you did. But did I ever tell you the time that I got uh, uh, hoodwinked? Swindled. Mm-mm, no. And tell me about this. So this guy uh, was doing the uh, don't need money, just need diapers for my kid. And I was like, well, shit. Okay. Sure. Well, you don't have diapers. Right. right. Gonna do this, right? So I was like, hey, man, what do you need? He's like, oh, I need some diapers, man. I was like, well, how many kids do you have? He's like, I got two. I was like, all right, cool. And at the time, I was very financially stable. I was making money, too much money. Uh, oh, wow. And so and so I gave him or I, I went to Target and I spent eighty five dollars and I gave him all of it. Right. Mm-hmm. I said, here you go. Gave him like six bags. Right. Yeah. Well, uh, my best friend, Matt, his brother in law is a cop. Uh, I get a call about two hours later from Matt and he's like, hey, man, uh, just to let you know, there's a guy that's been uh taking all the stuff and then using the receipts and then getting it for cash and then like taking (laughs) it off. I was like, well, where is he? He's like, he's on your street. I was like, what does he look like? And you described him. I go, son of a bitch. Mm -hmm. That was the guy Mm -hmm. I gave my money to. That's kind of right. But you know, you still fucking do it. Cause here's the thing, regardless that I got fucking hoodwinked or swindled or however you want to phrase that and not to get all like, uh, higher power and all that stuff, but it was put on my heart to do a good thing, and I did the good thing. What happened after that is not my concern. My concern was that something was put on my heart to say you do good, and I did it. Sure. So. Well, and that was so we were approached by one gentleman, and who who knows if he, you know, our idea was we're going to go feed the homeless, and so we actually couldn't. We went down uh, to the West Bottoms area, uh, you know, and there was a surprisingly low amount of homeless people. <laughs> like we didn't see but one. I was like. Okay, I know this is a much bigger problem in this city, right? So I started actually reaching out to some friends of ours and even friends of the show who have lived in this area a lot longer than I, and uh, you know, was asking, "Hey, is there a better spot I should be going?" And we were at a quick trip, and a guy literally comes up to my wife and was like, "Ma'am, I'm really hungry," and she was like, "Well, you're in luck, sir. Uh, you know, we just happen to have this." And he ate it right there, you know. And then later we saw him walking again. I was like, you know, who knows if he's homeless, but clearly he was hungry enough to ask a complete stranger for something, right? You know what mm-hmm. I mean? And at that yeah. point, I'm just like, you know. And that's, again, you know, people need help. We like to give them help. So we'll keep doing it. Yeah. So beyond that, I mean, this is a wrestling show. It's not what we're here to talk about. We're, you know, uh, let's just do Yeah. What else, man? Anything else before we get into the wrestling talk? Anything exciting going on? You're heading to Vegas uh, here pretty soon, aren't you? 
first uh, week of December, heading yeah. to Vegas to watch the UFC at the Hard Rock Casino. Uh, my friend Madigan, uh, he he's a bigger UFC fan than I am. Yeah, so you like told me my, this. Yeah. My, so like uh, my two best friends growing up. Uh, was a guy named Charlie and Matt, right? Right. And I was the in between as far as our interest. So Charlie knows way more pro wrestling than I do. Like if I'm a black belt, he's a red belt, right? Okay. But I know way more MMA than he does, right? Okay. And then Matt knows way more MMA right. than I do. Gotcha. But I know way more pro wrestling than he but, does. So I'm like, if we were a pendulum, I'm in the mm, middle. So, so like the, Matt's uh, all the way here. Now, they both know the other pretty well, but sure. I know it better than so those So you're the two, moderate you know party to the Democrat and Republican of their uh, right. uh, yeah, fandoms. Right. right. Yeah. and uh, But he's never been to a UFC. I've been to two. And so I was like – he had some uh, flight miles he could use, and I had that flight that I was in Houston for uh, that I still needed to use. So we're like, hey, let's just use this and uh, watch a fight. And um, I have an interest in it, but I can't say why. Uh, but uh, So we're going to go watch him. Ozone's okay. going to be there. Ozone. Man, I haven't seen Ozone in uh, what feels like 20 years. Well, he <laughs> lives in Florida, so... Yeah. Well, That's next time I'm at. down there, I might uh, have to reach out. Ozone. Yeah. Ozone. Yeah, he'll, he'll say hi to you. He's a good um, guy. So, yeah, let's get into the news. You want right. to get into the news? Let's do the mother-loving news, and that is uh, going to start right now. He hate me now, the story. Um, He hate you. That would be... Everybody I know. What? Mm, that's that's what? not factual. What? That's not factual. <laughs> I mean, I, not, not you. Mm-hmm. I mean, me. Well, then that that's is factual. factual. Yeah. <laughs> this has got to be the XFL. He hate me. Yes, because if you guys remember, they used to put fun little nicknames on the back of their jerseys. And the one that really stood out above the rest was the running back. Uh, he hate me. He actually got a little career in the NFL. So did Tommy Maddox with the Pittsburgh Steelers. Remember that? allow that in the NFL still. Yes, it's the no fun league now. That's why yeah. I don't watch anymore. Everyone's yeah. like, you see a Chiefs game? I'm like, no, I'm an adult. I had fun. <laughs> I did adult things. I'm not going to watch this boring-ass product. That's it is. A, yeah. I love football. I love it. It's my fourth favorite sport, but <laughs> it is. Yeah, it's your but fourth favorite I sports can't... ball. I can't watch it anymore. Yeah. I don't know what a catch is. I don't know what holding is anymore. Yeah. With the parody, you don't know who's good, so they all kind of suck and are at 500. So I'm like, mm. I don't know. Steelers good? Is the Falcons good? <laughs> Who cares? Anyhow, that's not the story. The story is, let me bring it back up. Yeah, it works a lot Three, better when you're like really into one team. Like, you know what I mean? Or like if there's really a storyline of new emerging stars. We're talking sure. about guys that have been in the league for 15 years. Tom Brady, guess what? You're really, really good but you're really, really old and boring and your story, I kind of am done with. I want a new star. Right. You know? Sorry, but that's how it works. It's like in in WWE. You know, John Cena's still great and amazing, but you know what I'd rather see? Someone new. You you know what would be better is if Tom Brady was allowed to write Smell My Dick as his name on the back of his jersey. 
Mm-hmm. Right? He would probably put Deflate Balls. That would probably <laughs> yeah, be yeah. his name now. Deflate Balls. All right, but let me get to the story. Right. <laughs> Three days before the Super Bowl, ESPN Films will premiere the 30 for 30 documentary, quote, This Was the XFL, directed by Chris Ebersol, chronicling the short-lived, ill-fated pro football league. The document, uh, the documentary airing on February 2nd at 9 p.m. Eastern on ESPN tells a story in fascinating, candid, and often uh, – rollicking fashion featuring mm-hmm. fellow television legends and close friends Dick Ebersol and Vince McMahon because Vince McMahon created the XFL and Dick Ebersol was in charge of NBC Sports and they also started the Saturday Night Main Event and did so many great things in the world of pro wrestling that they thought hey let's try it out in football and you know what I actually won a debate my sophomore year in high school I was in the debate team right mm-hmm. and i won a debate that the xfl was more fun to watch than the nfl i won that debate 2002 ha suck that i'm a great debater suck me all right yeah, yeah um the xfl and you brought up something that i never knew and probably because you knew it from this uh debate but the 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 uh aerial cam that they have on the crisscrossing lines in the nfl that you see now was created, created by, by the McMahon? xfl and the vince mcmahon yeah Yep, Vince McMahon created that. And they had so many cool rules. Remember, there was no kickoff, mm-hmm. right? Or no, no, no. There was a kickoff, but there, there was, was no fair catch. Right. There was no coin toss. What they did is they put two guys at the 50-yard line. They put the football – or no, yeah. no, no. They put the football at the 50-yard line. I think they put them on like 20 yards back. Right, they had to race and then to they, it. Race to it, and yeah. the one that got the football got possession. That's how you do it. That's yes. fun. You know what? Concussions are fun to watch. Yeah. So let's. Uh, why? Do yeah. That why more. is there not a jump ball? You know what I mean? Like right. let's do it. Let's yeah. do it. Yeah. Yeah. And here's the here here's another point I want to make just about the NFL. And I know we're a pro wrestling talk show or a podcast, but hey, we can go off topic sometimes. Watch Google the Chinese Football League. Hmm. China does football better than us. They have like the worm. They're doing Scotty too hotty, the worm. They're doing like a bowling celebration. You know what we do? You spike it and it's a 15 yard penalty. It's so <laughs> stupid. You know, you got polar bears out there that are catching touchdowns named Rob Gronkowski, and we're not celebrating that. Mm-hmm. We need to celebrate these extraterrestrials playing a child's game when they run full speed into each other. Right. Let's Love it, but the yeah. NFL. Because we're going to watch it. somebody die on TV eventually it, during an NFL game. You might as well let us have some fun until that happens. Exactly. Right? And remember Jim Ross used to call it? It was yes. Jim Ross and I think Jesse Ventura were the commentators. <laughs> uh, man, it was fun. You knew it wasn't ever going to be like something serious, but they had some talent. Obviously, Tommy Maddox made it to the NFL for a couple mm-hmm. years. Uh, I can't remember his real name, but He Hate Me Now was a running back for the Panthers, mm-hmm. I believe. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it was fun. It, it, capitalized was it was on the, It capitalized on the mood of the era, and, you know, but it worked. I just think they went too big too quick. They yeah. said, let's fill out stadiums when they should have been doing small arenas like the uh, indoor football league. Right. They should the have done league. Yeah. But, hey, I loved it. I can't wait for the doc- documentary. If you've never seen a 30 for 30, check them out because oh, they are very, very Well, and good. they've done some on, on Scott Hall. They did, didn't they do a Ric Flair one? Or they were making one at least. They're going to make one, they yeah. said. Um yeah, the Scott Hall one was a, more of a short, like just a short feature. It was their E60, which oh, right. is the same people. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it was really good too. Yeah, yeah. All right, we'll move on. And it's all getting donated to the Donald Trump 2020 re-election campaign. 
I don't even want to guess. WrestleMania 32 generated more than $170 million of revenue for the Dallas-Arlington metropolitan area, according to press releases by WWE and the mayors of Dallas and Arlington this week. This is a new record revenue impact for WrestleMania, and the fifth straight year the event has generated over $100 million of revenue for its host city. In addition to the over $170 million generated for the local cities, WrestleMania 32 also generated over $23 million in federal, state, and local taxes. WrestleMania, one of the biggest events in the world, and it proves it yet again. Uh, man, you know, being a, a little bit of a homer here, I always go back to our mm-hmm. Kansas City residents saying no to a rolling roof and WWE saying we'd bring a WrestleMania, NFL yeah. saying we'd bring a Super Bowl, and we said, nah, 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 fuck well, but that. That kind of goes back to what the John Oliver show is. Uh, the damn residents shouldn't have had to pay for that. They shouldn't have had well, to vote on that. You they know? Def- but you know what they approved? They uh, approved uh, renovations. That'd be yeah. like if I rented an apart from, apartment from you and then I busted everything out and then I said, hey, you're going to pay for it, right? You're right and you yeah. go, yeah, of course. Yeah, right. No, yeah. I break it. I fix it. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Yeah. Stupid. Yeah. But um, yeah, good. And that WrestleMania, you know, wasn't the best one ever either. No. Mm-mm. But I mean, it, it fit quote-unquote the most amount ever <laughs> we don't know about that but well it did i just don't think it, it it actually fit the number they said it did but it certainly was the largest to attend a wrestlemania that's for sure yeah so all right we'll move on your next story so at what time does vader time end Ooh, around seven thirty. Well, wrestling star Big Van Vader has announced he has approximately two years to live, which I feel is very exact. And I don't know if a doctor would actually tell you that, but that's what he says. Yeah, that may just be a guesstimation, as it were. Yeah, his doctor, uh, his doctors have told him he is suffering from congestive heart failure, which Mm. is very serious and very scary. Very serious. Vader, real name Leon White, tweeted the sad news out on Tuesday. Fans responded with responded with condolences and support for the WWE legend. His tweet read as so, quote, told by two heart doctors at this time that my heart is wore out from football and wrestling and I have two years to live. Congestive heart failure reality. Man, and he spelled a lot of things wrong. He spelled well, heart, H-E-S-R-T. That's not yeah. a word. Well, he might have been doing that through tears. I mean, you know, who knows? Uh, but, I mean, yes, I'm sure football and wrestling had a large part to do with that, too. But he also didn't seem to be the you know, lightest of weight gentleman. I'm sure his diet was never the greatest. You know what I mean? I'm sure there was many factors that contributed to that. But wrestling and football certainly did him absolutely no favors, I'm sure. Yeah, and... I don't know much about congestive heart failure. I know it is more prominent in older people. Uh, is there a cure, though? Or, for example, what I'm saying is maybe congestive heart failure isn't curable, but you can live longer if yeah, you get you in better shape. Your time? I'm not sure if there's any uh, people who know more about us than medicine, right. which probably be a lot of people. Uh, but well, cause, that listen, cause let me- us know. Yeah, because your mention of uh, of not being the most in shape uh, mm. man of his age or even when he was wrestling right. of that era. Yeah, can DDP um, yoga add another year here or like, can we that's do what something I'm saying, for him? You know, yeah. try something, try yeah. some yoga or well, yeah, DDP yoga. You know, that's the craze for wrestlers right now. Right. Try some other things, you know, how about just swimming? That'll right. help, yep. you know, 
Because the thing I, mean, I do I know, know about congestive heart failure is it's one of the uh, diseases where you can't like go too crazy with your exertion because then your heart's like, all right, that's the max and we're done, right? right. So you have to – but you can't be dormant to where then you're not burning well, any calories. So maybe so this, you have to find this thing this where DDP yoga swimming. Is actually sounds yeah. like a pl- – yeah. All right. Or, or well, swimming. I mean, I'm a big proponent of swimming. Oh, but see, I, I didn't say any of that stuff to shit on him or make it sound like hey, you did yourself. No, you're you know just what I mean? True. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, I, I hope the best for him, and I hope he has a lot longer than he than he's been told for sure. All right, we'll- yeah. Uh, yeah. Go ahead. Do you miss? Do you remember Vader when he was on Boy Meets World yes. as the dad? Yes. So fun. I like that. Mm. Vader time because all the. No, because I want to keep talking about it. Because remember all the dorks that used to do uh, Star Wars and they do this? And I'd be like, that's Vader time. Yeah, that's not. Vader time. Is this Spock? Yeah, no, Vader. But yeah, but this is Spock. Right, yes. Yeah. With Star Wars? Yeah. Well, no, that was uh, Star Trek. Okay, whatever. But they would do do that. The Vulcan death grip. It's Vader time. The Vulcan death grip. Try to grip something like that. (laughs) death grip my head. all right <laughs> what i thought this kind of stuff was okay now it's 2016 i don't judge joey styles was publicly fired from evolve this week styles while making an in-ring promo referred to a female as being so beautiful that if the president-elect were there he would want to grab her by the then pausing and omitting the final word of his intended phrase. Styles released a statement saying he panicked when the scene they were performing was changed last minute and he needed to improvise, choosing an obviously poor remark, and that he did not mean to be offensive. Styles said he apologized to Evolve owner Gabe Sapolsky for the comments that he worried could possibly endanger the company's working relationships with Flow Sports and WWE and offered that Sapolsky should publicly fire him, which Sapolsky obliged. Styles then said he also apologized to representatives of Flow Sports and the on-site talent. Uh, so he said pussy. He did not. Well, then what did he get fired for? Yeah. What did he get fired for? Yeah, right. Well, I he mean, told I'm him. So he told him. So he's saying that he told Gabe just so you don't have to even make this decision. Just fire me. Like, just go out there and say, you know what I mean? So. God, you know, that pendulum of PC is just swinging too far to the left or whatever direction you want to say. Yeah. And My thing is, stop. like, it's, it's definitely smart for a company like Evolve to to say, okay, well, we're not, you know what I mean? Just just because of that reason, right? Like, the times right now, everything, I, I would never blame any company going, hey, man, eh, even if you're not necessarily not mad. Right. Eh, well, not firing. So no, that's stupid. so. But the thing is, the people chastising him is what gets me is like he clearly was trying to make a joke to dis on Donald Trump. You know, what I mean, like that's not even he wasn't that was nothing negative to the woman. He even said that that woman was like, I, you know, hey, you know, what I mean, mm-hmm. it was like not, you know, and even Mickey James has come out and been like, you have never been that type of person. Like, I don't know why, like. Well, yeah, you know, he doesn't have the track record yeah. of lewd comments. He, he is more likely to be grabbed by Donald Trump than to be saying what Donald Trump said. Because right. he, in fact, himself is, you know what I mean? He's that guy. You know what I mean? He's mm-hmm. a nice guy, you know? And and I'm sure that was all damage control. But the people, which which doesn't shock me, it's a little, you know what I mean? Like, no, I would rather no. I would rather them say, hey, go out there and apologize and we'll move on, right? Yeah. That's yeah. what you do as a company. Right. You as an owner, you don't – first – oh, there's so many things wrong with this. One, yeah. the joke wasn't bad. 
Right. right. I mean, now it was a bad joke, but he didn't say pussy and he didn't say her, 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 and he wasn't making lewd gestures. Right. Right. So that's one. Two, if an employee says, fire me, fire me, you be the bigger man. You're the boss. You say, you know what? You're going to be suspended without pay for, let's say, a month, and you're going to make an apology. I make the rules. I don't listen to my employees. Now, I'm saying that within reason. Like you as a CEO, you have to know I make the judgment calls. I don't just say, oh, okay, uh, talent, you want me to uh, add this and this? No, you stand firm in in your stance, and you hold up to something that you obviously know is stupid. You don't just fire someone because of a Mm -hmm. joke, especially a joke that wasn't intended to be lewd. So there's so many things that I hate about this because Joey Styles is one of the best announcers of all time. Look at his track record. He's never in a company called ECW, never had lewd comments that you could point to, especially for that time era era or for right now. Mm -hmm. And three, he is an unbelievable person and you just made him lose his income. Why? Because he said, do it. No, Joey Styles, if you hate it so much, you quit. Yeah. You quit. So yeah. everything about the story was stupid. And there's something to be said for you let him go out there and apologize publicly, and then you can make a statement, hey, the views or the comments expressed do not uh, – what, what's that phrase? Like they are not necessarily the thoughts and opinions of Evolve or Gabe's – you know what I mean? Like there's – even No, even, even then. Even I the mean, WWE uh, puts Chris fucking Benoit on their thing and says, hey, this happens. These people are these people. They're not us. You know what I mean? Like, Yeah. Like, but no, I'm just saying you say you, – you set the standard of what kind of company you want to be. You either give in to public pressure or you stand firm in knowing what is the actual context of how words are said. And so for them to just cave in because, oh, 10 people got fake hurt or fake angry at – a comment they didn't even hear live uh, they're stupid of all yeah, especially if, i'm not i'm not a fan of the evolve person right he now. said it to says hey i got what he was you know what i mean like we're cool yeah no one was offended right the, the only people that were at, were angry are the fake angry people waiting on twitter for you to say the wrong word they don't even mm. know who joey styles is they just heard that, that he said this took it out of context and said you should fire him and what does gabe do he says yeah, yeah, yeah i guess i got to because political climate no no no, man stand firm in your company if you, you can't even, stand firm in what yeah. you believe in as a company then why should i watch your stupid you know what i think he was even actually mad i think he might have fired him actually anyway because his tweets about it seemed like he was like pissed now well, he might have just been pissed at like hey man we didn't talk about this, and you went out there and said some shit. That you know what I mean, like yeah, blah, but fireable, know. really. That's right. the thing. Can, can we? Can we just? I know. Again, this is pro wrestling, but I'm going a little off topic. Maybe I'm a little crazy tonight because I'm feeling a little fancy. Because you name it. But anyhow, uh, can we just stop with these top shelf everything that we do? All of our comments have to be top shelf insults or top shelf compliments, and our actions have to be you're either fired or you're going to be CEO of the company. Can we have some perspective, context, and just a, a sense of like normally to where we just like, hey, you know what? It was bad, but in three months, no one's going to remember that comment if we don't make a big deal out of it. So let's just move on. No one's hurt. No one's going to cry. Let's just keep it going, right? But no, now we were talking about it because you made a stupid story out of it because we have to go top shelf with everything. We have to fire people. You can't just suspend them. Yeah. And here's a guy who, who, who 
I don't know how he voted, but even the way he expressed what he was trying to intend with the comment leads me to believe that he is not a fan of Donald Trump or the way he talks about women and was saying that to make a topical, timely diss on thing when he's trying to go on the fly and improv. And now he's got to lose income because of something Donald Trump said that pissed people off, which he did say something that was an asshole annoyingly thing, right? Yeah, and 60 million people voted for him, so obviously some people are okay with it. Yeah, right. So, yeah. Oh, God. All right. Well, let's take a break then on that note. <laughs> That's why last week we didn't get political, see? <laughs> All right. We're going to take a break, and we're going to come back, and we're going to do some Tweet the Table. And if you don't know what that is, you're in for a treat when you return to the Spanish Announce Table, which is on SpanishAnnounceTable.net and possibly soon SpanishAnnounceTable.com. Working on that. Hmm? Captain, this one's for you. Mm-hmm. On average, voice actors in video games make $825 for a four-hour session. Hmm. TrainingTopicsNetwork.com. This is the Iceman, and you are listening to the best podcast in the land, the Spanish Announced Table. He's just a common man. Dropped off the American part of that, but oh well. Now it's just a dream, I guess. And we won't get into that. T-Mac, it's time for Tweet the Table. Tweet the Table is a fun, interactive segment of the show where you, the listener listening at home, in your car, at work, whatever, can tell us what to talk about by going on your Twitter machine and using hashtag Tweet the Table and telling us your any and every wrestling thought, and we will read the best of them right here, right now. You can talk about WWE, ECW, WCW, uh, TNA, Ring of Honor, you name it! <laughs> Yes. So let's just get right into it. We'll kick it off with Raw Talk. Talk about some Raw. At B underscore double underscore D. Bailey on commentary just put me to sleep. Boring as shit. Hashtag tweet the table. I think she needs a little bit of work, but that's how you get it. You know, you go out there and just do it. How can these girls, though, that were legitimately killing it, each and every week on NXT, be so, I don't know, complacent, well, lazy, and so. lack of drive once they've made it. It feels like their WrestleMania was to make it to the main roster. And then since they've got there, they're like, no, 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 you guys still love us, right? And we're um, like, yes, but you have to do something uh, from there. I think I know what it is. When they were on what? NXT, they were doing great, right? NXT had that writer that moved to SmackDown. The SmackDown ladies, we love them. Mm-hmm. Carmella, true. Alexa mm-hmm. Bliss, they're doing great. Mm-hmm. I think it's the writing. True, but it's also on you a little bit. And for this point, oh, exactly. Oh, it's on them. But I think right. the reason they were better than. Oh, right. okay. I get what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But still, you can't. Like, remember when I told you after the pay per view when Bailey was so bad that Booker T and Lita yes. told them to do take two? <laughs> yeah, no, do On air. Yeah, live. Yeah. Yeah, live <laughs> on air. And then this, it's like, man, you can't. Like, I get that Bailey is her. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. 
But there's a little bit where it's like, hey, I get it, but you have to turn this up. Mm. You can't just be you and, hey, guys, check out my shirt, new shirt. That'll get you hated, which I still love you. But But we'll talk about somebody who's definitely not hurting in the entertainment department. And six people chimed in on this. At Lady Undertaker says, would never take a sweaty, smelly scarf from Jericho. Ew. Hashtag tweet the table. At GBL316 says, hashtag tweet the table says, I want the scarf of Jericho. Rafflemau. At WIRCATA says, God, I died during that whole scarf segment with Jericho and Braun. Hashtag tweet the table. At Katie First. Lady. Says, we go from sparkle crotch to sugar tit. Hashtag tweet the table. At Chris Mercado32 says, Chins McMahon. I love you, Jericho. Hashtag tweet the table. And at Mr. Fourthrow says, Smackdown Live Survivor Series team making the list three times in that ending segment of Raw. Awesome. Hashtag tweet the table. How, okay, that end segment. Yeah. Kevin Owens and Jericho yeah, they are the are best. The best. Yeah. Cause AJ Styles, that's a funny cause you even said you're like, what is a sugar tit? And exactly, because he'll say stupid things. Yeah. So AJ Styles to say sugar tit, which is dumb, made complete sense as a heel, mm-hmm. right? Because if a baby face says it, you're like, dude, get the hell out of here. Yeah. That's not cool. But when a heel says it, you're like, you God, that's why I hate you, right? Yeah. But then the best part was he says sugar tit and then everyone's like, oh, sugar tit. But then Kevin Owens reaches back <laughs> yeah. and grabs yeah. Jericho's tit yeah. and just yeah. holds on to it. Yeah. Well, and I love Jericho just unloading on – I mean, and everybody shits on Ellsworth, but he's done it better than anybody has. He's like, what the hell is that? And he's like, excuse me, everybody – there's a appears to be a lost child at ringside, <laughs> like just going off. So fun. But Jericho's then even great. even more so on that, and this is why I love Ellsworth. Ellsworth goes on Twitter and was like, "I thought me and Jericho were friends." Yeah, I guess we were. Like yeah. he plays the fucking schmuck, you know, sappy, yep. lovable, lovable loser. Yes. So great. Like that's what you say. Oh man, oh, I damn, thought we man. were friends. You don't know why he got mad at me. perfect it is perfect yeah Yeah, there's no like well screw him you know yeah Mm -hmm. it's all like oh what do i do (laughs) and the whole time too you stand there like what well man just standing here what (laughs) and then did you catch did you catch this other little this little other little nugget of awesomeness is when jericho is like what is that and ellsworth goes like like this you know ellsworth Ellsworth's only friend, Dean Ambrose, when they cut the camera back to like the, the guy staring at each other, Ambrose is looking back at Ellsworth and he starts flexing. He's like, Hey man, come on. Like, so like Ambrose is still like taking pity on him. Yeah. Like, hey man, like look the character, man. Hey man, come on, man. Like, yeah. Yeah. Be but tough. That, yeah. So great. <laughs> so great. At B underscore double underscore D chimed in on something you mentioned, too. Says, didn't realize how big Orton actually is until he stood face to face against Braun. Hashtag tweet the table. I mean, he'd look he'd look just as he's monstrous as yeah. Braun. Well, and Dean Ambrose. Yeah. We've seen Dean Ambrose. He is a big gentleman. And he looked tiny next to Orton. I was just like, wow. Yeah. Orton's big. You know what? You know, when I like, I've always known that Orton was a bigger guy because when he would do those stare downs with Cena, he was bigger than Cena and Cena's a big guy, you know, Mm -hmm. but I don't know if he's putting on muscle mass because he's looking like just more Mm -hmm. thicker shoulders and chest. Yeah, right. Because go back and watch his match with Lesnar when they do their face to face. 
Les like Orton doesn't look out of Lesnar's league. Right. Now, well, he didn't look out of like Braun's league, yeah. which is insane. Right. And it was just like, man. It, and remember how skinny he was at that one time when like after Benoit died and he got freaked out from all the mm-hmm. roids that he was taking. And yep. he's like, oh, I got to get clean. And yep. he was super skinny. Uh, but now look at him. I think he's getting into his old man strength, though, because he's in his like mid 30s. Yeah, that's when like the old man strength starts to like take over. Yeah, that's and why so I'm super strong right now. Name. Calm down. Oh, yeah. I mean, what's the next one? It, what's right. the next one? Uh, we got another six person. Well, it's five people, one person twice at Katie first. Lady says, well, <laughs> well, crowd seems amped to see Goldberg Lesnar face to face. Hashtag tweet the table at B underscore double underscore. D says Goldberg threw about five punches and looks winded as hell. God, this match is going to suck. Hashtag tweet the table at WIR says fast forwarded through the Brock Goldberg face to face. How many times is Heyman going to tell us his name? Hashtag tweet the table and at B double stop. Hold on. Stop. Uh-huh. Okay. You fast forwarded, but you knew how many times he said his name. Well, I mean, I think he's just saying, like, how many times do we got to watch Heyman tell us his name? Oh, right. okay. I yeah, thought yeah. I was like, how, did, yeah. how are you going to fast forward right. with the no? So, but B-double-D chimed back to Kat and says, well, that's too bad. You missed Goldberg's old man dad skin. Hashtag tweet the table. At Lady Undertaker says, Goldberg Lesnar brawl wasn't nearly as beautiful as the Taker Lesnar brawl. Hashtag tweet the table. And at Chris Mercado 32 says, Goldberg sweats like he fell asleep in a steam room. Hashtag tweet the table. Yeah, I mentioned I, that too. I said, "Man, he's sweating, man." Like, like he said, I said, he sweats like I do around a cop. Yeah, well, he's fifty-two. Yeah, you know, I Goldberg's mean, dad. of course, Andy's Andy's a sweater. He's a sweater, and he's fifty-two. And that segment was awesome. I loved it. But he this looked in the, better shape than than Lesnar did. No, uh, Lesnar no. looked looking a little flabby in some spots. See how fucking big his arms are. Oh, he's huge. He's yeah. bulk, but he didn't look as toned as Goldberg did. Right, because he right. fucking knows he's going to be bigger. Need to be, right? yeah. 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 He doesn't need to be. Yeah, he doesn't need to be. Yeah. Orangutans usually aren't toned. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Polar bears don't do <laughs> crunch workouts. You know, yeah. they're not yeah. working on their core strength. Right. Yeah. Uh, but this has been Goldberg's best promo work of his uh, career. I agree. The, the one thing that I did notice, and I think I told you this when we were like texting back and forth, is he sounds like a hick. Yeah. Oh, well, he is. He's from Georgia. I never knew that. He's like, yeah. Well, I thought he just played for the Falcons. I thought yeah. he was like a, a, a surfer guy. Oh, no. I think he's like, uh, maybe I'm wrong. I thought he was from Georgia. Oh, hell, I'm sure we'll get a hey, idiots. Who knows? Right. But yeah, yeah he was like, come on, boy. And yeah, I was no, like, he's geez. definitely. Yeah, no, he's he is the southerner that owns the bike shop that, that yeah. Gallows and Anderson work at. I mean, he's that yeah. guy. Yeah. Still wearing the affliction shirt. Yes. That- Rich and he, Franklin and Chuck and Liddell. the biker leather jacket, right? With the stripe down the side of the sleeve. Because that's cool. At WIR Cata says, Brian and Shane on Raw isn't enough. Of course, we got to bring in all the SmackDown guys. Hashtag tweet table. But that, of course you have to. And how fun was it? Oh, it was great. How fun. Yeah. What do you don't complain? I mean, I hope you're not. Yeah. I, yeah. Maybe I'm reading it with a different tone <laughs> than he intended. B-double. Says yeah, WWE doesn't make. All right, says yeah, WWE doesn't make sense to have the champ stand tall. Let's have Roman stand tall. Idiots. Hashtag tweet the table. Yeah, that's a subconscious thing that they're still pushing down our throat. Basically, what they're saying is we'll give you the champions, but realize our champion is still the champion. Yeah. Yep. 
At WIRCANA says, Bray Wyatt looks fucking weird in a brightly colored SmackDown shirt. Hashtag tweet the table. Yeah, he did seem a little a little off with that. I noticed that too. And final topic on Raw at Table Show T-Mac says, a very fun episode of Raw. Hashtag tweet the table. At Katie First. Lady. Says, very cool ending to Raw. This might be the Survivor Series elimination match I'm most looking forward to. Hashtag tweet the table. And at B underscore double underscore. D. Says, everything on Raw just seems tired and old to me. Even Enzo and Cass don't even make me crack a smile anymore. Hashtag tweet the table. I will agree with him somewhat. Like, a lot of it just feels like, all right. Yep. Get over it. You know, stop. Then well, miss I, a week. Well, but we I don't. forwarded you um, a thing, and I said it's hard to argue with this guy's point. I think uh, I feel like a lot of it is they, they are attempting way too many comedy characters, especially in the tag team division. Uh, you a know million I mean? percent agree. Yeah. They're all comedy except for Gallows and Anderson. Yeah, like, they were at once. Yeah, and everybody's like just trying to and, – and it's a lot of come out promo just for the sake of promo, right? Like – with not using it as a tool to get somewhere. Right. Right. Yeah. So I will give them that. Well, well, and it's another thing kind of about the comedy is, and we've said this for three years, at least I have for sure. I know. Uh, but it's that no one wants to be the bad guy. Everyone wants to tell the story of Jesus, but no one wants to play the devil. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so what we're getting is pseudo bad guys and pseudo good guys. And the only way they both kind of get over is you make them laugh. And it's like, no, one person has to be a complete asshole and the other person has to be completely lovable. That's how it works. Now you can have comedy, but you also need those two other elements. Right. I like that. Very good analysis. Dan. All right, we'll move on to SmackDown. At Chris Mercado 32 says, Am I the only one annoyed by how Alexa Bliss gets into the ring? Just looks odd. Hashtag tweet the table. And at real underscore COC, the uh, the real, uh, yeah, I don't have the sound bite anymore. The cock. <laughs> yeah, says Alexa and Becky killed it. Hashtag tweet the table. What was that you, you did over there? Caca! <laughs> I like that. Um, I never, I have not noticed how Alexa Bliss gets into the ring. What? Uh, what uh, it's so stupid. It's like, go to the bottom rope, do a twirl, uh, smell your armpit, come out, throw glitter or something. It's it's just too much. It well, looks you like have she to falls smell your armpit. What? Well, you have to smell your armpit. It's like the opposite of when uh, fun Emma used to get in the yes, ring. Yes, right. But it's more annoying. Okay. All right, we'll move on. At real underscore cock. Found it. Says, does James Ellsworth, Ellsworth just needs to go away now? Hashtag tweet the table. And at Lady Undertaker says, Ellsworth is now a mascot. Can he be the next San Diego chicken? Hashtag tweet the table. I love Ellsworth. Now, huh, at some point, it's going to run hard into a brick wall. They need to make sure it's it's a real subtle time, and I hope they figure that out. I have faith in this uh, in SmackDown because they've been doing things right so far, but... At some point, you need to make it at least dial it back or go away at some point. But right now, it's on fire, and, and you got to use it while the iron is hot, right? Yeah, and I think the next evolution of Ellsworth is turning on Ambrose and joining as a manager for Braun Strowman would be perfect. That could That's be. That's yeah. should be. Because the ultimate be muscle. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. It's Harvey Whippleman. He yes. just needs to be Harvey Whippleman, and Braun Strowman needs to be, you know, or or he now because Slick was co- too cool. But I was just saying, mm. you know, Slick had uh, the one man gang. Like 
Yeah. Har- Harvey Whippleman had L.A. Gante. Or no, what was he in WWF when he took on Undertaker? Uh, uh, he, was, he, was, he was L.A. Gante, wasn't he? Or no, he was Giant Gonzalez. Giant Gonzalez. He was L.A. Gante in WCW. Right. Um, yeah. That There you go. You know what I mean? Have yeah. Braun be that and have Ellsworth be Harvey Whippleman. They put furry and then you, body you could suit do? on that dude. An airbrushed furry bodysuit on that motherfucker. <laughs> What? He was great as Elegante in WCW. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But I man. Him. But man. All right. <laughs> anyway, you were saying what you could do? Uh, and then eventually, you know what I would have him do? Hmm. Wrestle Tom Phillips in a match. <laughs> Wrestle Tom Phillips? Yeah. Yeah. Right, yeah, have right. have them get into a little feud yeah. back and forth, back and forth, and then that's a match at a throwaway pay-per-view on the pre-show. <laughs> Tom Ellsworth, Phillips. He's or, so or, fun. Yeah. Or who, who's another one? Uh, or no, no, no. Well, Corey Graves has concussion concussion yeah, no. issues. Mm-mm. But that. You know what I mean? Have him wrestle an announcer and the announcer goes over. Yeah. I like that. At Chris Mercado 32 says, Moro just said SmackDown would be L-I-T. I swear he's like a dad who tries to stay young by using modern slang. Hashtag tweet the table. Who said that? Chris Mercado 32. No, uh, but who said the L-I-T? Oh, Moro Ronaldo. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, at B underscore double underscore D says, why in the blue hell does SmackDown have 27 guys on commentary? It sounds like a schizophrenic wet dream. Hashtag tweet the table. Yeah, now they got four. What the hell, man? I, well, I'm worried. Somebody leaving? I, th- I think they're trying to phase out Moro. I think oh, they're think trying so? to put Tom. I think so. Why would they do that? He's great. Maybe because. Well, maybe because he has other interests. Maybe mm. uh, they're not liking the LIT kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. Maybe, and they always need that one guy to say the network's nine ninety nine, and Moro can do it, but he's just like, this is fucking stupid. Yeah, and they hate people they don't create. Like they yeah. don't like outsiders. Yep, they never do. At they first, need to get rid of David Otunga. Yes, they do. Anyone. He sucks. At Katie first. Lady. Why isn't he just working in the legal department? Pretty much the same war from Raw with the men, in, um, but now the women on SmackDown Live getting some edge makes some sense. Hashtag tweet the table. Mm-hmm. Yeah, with uh, when Charlotte came out and did the whole, you know. That was fun. I liked her coming out of the crowd and doing all that. Yeah, it was fun. I liked that it was the women and not the guys just right. again. You know what I mean? Exactly. At Chris Mercado 32 says, is that Edge? Or did Rick Grimes just debut on SmackDown Live 900? Hashtag tweet the table. At Katie first. Lady. Just love that every time Edge returns, you got to have Chimmel saying the rated R superstar. Hashtag tweet the table. And at WIR says, I see Edge is taking the Shawn Michaels approach to, reti- to retirement with the hobo look. I like it, though. Hashtag tweet the table. Once you retire from WWE, you go live in the mountains. Yeah, you got to. Yeah, you got to. You got to get bearded and weirded, man. <laughs> Just got to go all out. At GBL, well, but it is cool seeing Edge, man. Edge is good. I, I, just He has a different presence, you know? He's unique. They didn't use him enough, though. No. I wanted him more, more. I don't know. Like, I like that he almost did the five-second pose with Ellsworth. Right. But, like, he needed more, more. Yeah. yeah. And I would have, you know what? What I would have done, put Edge and Christian out there. Yeah. Why was it just Edge? I mean, I get yeah. Edge was the SmackDown guy for a long time. And but maybe, still. Man, hell, maybe Christian wasn't available. Who knows? At, <laughs> Christian's available. What else is Christian doing? At GBL316, hashtag tweet the table. Well, look who's a motivational speaker for Team SmackDown. 
At Chris Mercado32 says, Taking souls and digging holes. Welcome home, dead man. Hashtag tweet the table. And at WIRCATA says, You still got it. Chance for Taker. Really? He's just standing there. Holding a mic. Talking. Hashtag tweet the table. It's about presence. Yes, it is about presence. Uh, and that was a good segment. And I like how Undertaker said, I'm back and WrestleMania is not going to be what defines me. And threatened, basically, if you fucks lose this, I'm I'm hurting somebody. Mm-hmm. I like it. So do I. Yeah. At GBL316. Says, hey, we're still, hmm. we're gonna do our picks right in the next episode or in uh, the next uh, segment. I guess we could. Yeah, yeah, let's do it. All right. At GBL three sixteen chimes in twice on this one. Says Miz versus Ziggler is this year's Orton versus Sheamus. Hashtag tweet the table. And he also says hashtag tweet the table. I don't give a shit about Ziggler, but Ziggler versus Zayn is a much better prospect than Zayn versus Miz. Mm-hmm. But I got a theory. Mm. I'll tell you in our uh, okay. Segments. All right. At WIR Cata chimes in and says, uh, already forgot his NXT name, but oh shit, Biff Busick on SmackDown Live. That's random. Hashtag tweet the table. Hold on. They sh- they displayed his damn name, but you seem to forgot <laughs> it, but you remembered his indie wrestling name. <laughs> cool story, bro. <laughs> Come on. Who said that? You know who said that. Was it Cata? Yeah. <laughs> Come on, man. We know you know wrestling. You're a black belt in this, okay? But you don't have to do the name drop of I knew it was indie name thing. Come on, Kata. We love you. You don't have to do that. They they displayed his name. They didn't do a whole, like, just nameless guy and you happen to know it. They put his name on there. <laughs> and WR Kata says, I love dogs and cats. But holy fuck, if I have to hear about Natalia's fucking stupid cat two paws again, I'm going to drown that thing. Hashtag tweet the table. And at GBL316 says, hashtag tweet the table. I think Kata is following two paws on Instagram. Raffle now. First here's of all. Here's the question. Huh. Well, here's my question. Yeah. Does it only have two that, paws? Yeah. Like, what the fuck? Like, I get you're trying to make a damn two paw. But come on, man. That thing's got four fucking paws. Or maybe it has I two assume. Paws. Yeah, maybe it doesn't. <laughs> I don't know. And GBL316 says... I mean, I have a blind dog, so you know so what I'm yeah, saying? Maybe, I name I it Ray know, Charles. Yeah. All right. At GBL316 says, hashtag tweet the table. Oh, yeah. Happy 900th episode of SmackDown. Man. 900 episodes. That's insane. Long, long time. All right. We'll move on to Over the Top. Well, where we, do you know where the uh, very first pilot episode of SmackDown took place? The Kansas City. Camper Arena. Camper Arena. Do you know what the main event was? Nope. It was The Rock versus Triple H with Shawn Michaels as the special guest referee. Oh. And Shawn Michaels super kicked The Rock. It was the only time they actually like interacted like physically. Oh, wow. Nice. Look at you. I was there. I was there. Boop, 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 boop. Uh, hey, that does it. Here's what we call stalling. All right. What do we talk about now? I drink some water. At real underscore cock. (laughs) I have to recommend Total Bellas to you guys. Daniel Bryan on there is just the best. Hashtag tweet the table. Have you seen it? I haven't really seen it. Well, I saw the segment where him and uh, Bree talked about his retirement and he cried. I did see Mm -hmm. that. That was pretty deep. 
But everything just seems okay. John Cena is a control freak. Nikki Bella is coming back from neck yeah, surgery. Oh, I'm sure it's all Brie Bella is uh, Yeah, Brie. Brie Bella's a, a, a hippie, and Daniel Bryan is eco-friendly. It's fake by pro wrestling standards, for God's sakes. At the ultimate one, Masquerita versus Famous might not be on my top five match of the year, but I love the occasional joke match. Hashtag tweet the table. Yeah. Yeah. It's a joke match. It's a joke match. Duh. Uh-huh. I saw it. At real <laughs> underscore cock. <laughs> Can we make Natty fart again? Hashtag tweet the table. Hashtag make Natty fart again. No, that was one of the worst gimmicks they ever did to anybody. What? You don't remember that? For like a couple weeks, they had her just like unnecessarily like uncontrollably farting and getting embarrassed by it and running off. It was terrible. (laughs) It's funny on paper. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but she sucks and can't pull it off. They should have Bailey doing that. (laughs) I like her coach thing. She needs to keep kind of doing that and just blowing the whistle on people. And and, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Screwing with them. I love how Alexa Bliss was like, really? Chumbawamba? Really? And then she's like, what the hell is a Chumbawamba? (laughs) Love it. At GBL316 says, hashtag tweet the table. Matt Hardy's sweater on Impact Wrestling is ugly. Why are you people still watching TNA? Hey, hey, we said you can tweet the table about anything, so good for you. Yeah, absolutely you can. I'm just surprised you are. (laughs) And real underscore cock. (laughs) My bets are on Team 61 on winning the Dusty Cup. Who you got? Hashtag tweet the table. Uh, Authors of Pain. Yeah, I I have not watched NXT in it months man months i love authors of pain i think they're still in it last time i saw they were in it and they're my favorite tag team on nxt love them love them love them i love paul ellery i love those two big because you know what they remind me of Mm. a meaner version of three minute warning and i love three Mm. minute warning they need to be used like that where someone's like as an authority figure oh james ellsworth with the authorities of pain now that would be cool they start roughing them up you know ellsworth gets roughed up by like roman reigns and then the authors of pain just come in and just take out roman reigns or somebody starts to like start to push ellsworth around and then you know just behind him is those two massive mountains and they're like Uh oh shit yeah yeah yeah, i love it because everyone hates the guy that like picks on people because they know that the big guy has his back. And in this case, there's two of them and they're twins and it's scary. And they'll beat the shit out of you at WRKata says, why exactly do these teams have to win at survivor series? Nothing's on the line. They get nothing. Who cares? Hashtag tweet the table. Brand uh, superiority. And I still think that, like, someone – I think there's going to be – I read that, and I don't want to say that I'm I'm making it up, but I really feel like I remember someone saying, like, the losing team has to give up three picks or something like that. And that's just a gut feeling. I might be completely Mm. wrong on that. Mm. But there needs to be more clear – like, I think Vince needs to be like, I'm going to be disappointed in the loser. Maybe Mm. he does it at Survivor Series. Like, Mm -hmm. there's a backstage segment where – Shane and Stephanie are like, so tonight's the night. Yeah. And then Vince walks in. He's like, you know, I never liked either one of you. <laughs> yeah. And I like the w- loser less. And he just walks off. Yeah. I like it. God, I should write that segment. Yeah. So yeah. easy. It is. At real underscore cock. <laughs> Why isn't Booker a manager? Hell, everyone on the pre-show could be good managers. Hashtag tweet the table. Booker can't say three sentences 
in a row. Now, King Booker as a manager King wouldn't Booker be terrible. As, King Booker as Apollo Crews manager would be great. Right? Like, you know, because then he at least... It's, you know, well, he, he by nature has to have more of it memorized and it's not off the cuff, right? When that's it's King what I'm Booker. saying. And that's what King Booker is because right. he can't do King Booker and ad lib at the same time. Right. He has to do either or. And that way you could do a Royal Rumble, SummerSlam, WrestleMania match that puts Apollo Crews over Booker T. Booker T gets at WrestleMania one more match because he loses to everyone. He lost a freaking boogeyman at WrestleMania, so uh-huh. why not lose to Apollo Crews? And then <laughs> there you go. That's what you do. <laughs> I still every time I see Boogeyman, now, I think of CM Punk's interview when he was like, "That's how he like really talks." And he's like, the doctor's like, it's like, my stomach's messed up. And he's like, why is your stomach messed up? He's like, I eat worms. <laughs> Just, oh man! I still think about when uh, they did Tough Enough and he tried to uh, try out as the boogeyman on yeah. the tryout. Yeah. <laughs> and he lied about his age or yeah. like, man, you're yeah. too old. And he's yeah. like, I don't care. You know? <laughs> What a crazy guy. At Table Show T-Max says, Daniel Bryan just dropped a Foley. You went to TNA to wrestle on this WWE special. Hashtag Tweet the Table. At WIR Canada says, fuck yes. Thank you, Stephanie, for throwing Shane under the bus regarding him being in the match at Survivor Series. Hashtag Tweet the Table. And at Table Show T-Max said, that WWE special was so incredibly awkward and awful at times. I loved it. Hashtag Tweet the Table. I kept yeah. telling you, I was begging you to watch it because it, it was, was such a train wreck. It was. And I said, like, these guys suck at improv, and you could tell when they really meant something because it got way better all of a sudden. You know, like you're like, well, whoa. Three of them are good at improv. One wanted to talk about how he sold socks. Jeez. I don't know if it's the if it's well, the chair shots are catching up or something, but like but he couldn't cr- answer a question directly, <laughs> and he tried to make everything so touching. And I also yes. pointed out. Uh, during Raw, the only promo he can cut anymore is I'm tired and I'm angry and I'm yelling loud really quick. Well, and the it got pretty creepy there with the Stephanie thing. Like even she was kind of like, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah, everyone was Stephanie three different times had to be like, and what we're talking about is uh, Survivor Series. Daniel Bryan got a little bit baited into going back and forth with Foley. So that was on him. He's better than that. Shane, there's something wrong with Shane. Shane was cool. Shane had energy. Shane seems like a tired, uninterested, four sentences and I'm out type of character. He is the worst right now. Didn't he get kind of like shamefully pushed out of his company over there in China? I think he like still has interest in it, but he's like kind of, kind of like a, um, a, uh, uh, uh who's the Apple Harper. guy? No, who's the, uh, Steve Jobs when he got kind of pushed out of Apple for a while. I think it was kind of one of those type scenarios. So I think he's probably here just because he needs something to do, and he's probably just like. Oh, man. But he's so just. I don't. It seems like he's out of his element, which is so weird because that was his element for so long. Maybe he needs to go heal. Maybe well, he's more maybe. comfortable as a heel. But that's what made he's him very so bad. endearing to all of us and why people still want to love him is because he was that guy, man. He was like energy in a bottle. He was everything about this business lays everything on the line, which he still did, don't get me wrong, during his match. But like, it does seem like he's just kind of like, hey, hey, I'm Shane McMahon. Love me, right? And we're like, no, not, no. Why? Do something and we right. will. Yeah. All right. Final one at real underscore cock. <laughs> Survivor Series is famous. 
for debuts. Who debuts? My pick, Samoa Joe. Hashtag tweet the table. Where and why, though? Yeah, where Everything's and why? Everything's full. Yeah, I don't know. Unless, unless Shane gets hurt and they put or, in someone for him. Or, or, Stalin, uh, maybe he comes in and uh, interrupts the uh, Brock Lesnar-Goldberg match. That's way too big for him. Yeah. He 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 already Be a hell looks of a like way a to, to thrust him up. He looks like a sack of yogurt already. You want to put him next to those two guys? Looks like he's wearing uh, his wife's uh, shorts that she wears to bed. <laughs> he looks like three day old spaghetti, <laughs> like with old meatballs as his nipples and just all crumpled up. And you're like, I'm not eating that shit. That's what he looks like. Like I'm throwing that out. It looks like three-day-old spaghetti. All right, on that note, we're going to take a break. We will come back, and we will do the emails. And he looks we'll like unfresh tapioca. He looks like a lot of things. We're going to come back. We're going to do some emails and picks when we return to the Spanish Announce Table, which is on SpanishAnnounceTable.net. And uh, this song should be our national anthem, by the way. Um, your left lung is slightly smaller than your right lung to make room for your heart. TrainingTopicsNetwork.com. Back on for segment three of the SAT, TMAC, and me. Oh, you yeah. like that? Huh? 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 That was good. No? I got greens, beans, tomatoes, <laughs> potatoes, chicken, turkey. You, you, you name it. Uh. Oh, man. Greens, beans, chicken, tomato. This is the email portion of the show. Where you get an email the show. <clears throat> and you just do it by using tableshow at gmail.com. That's also where you can send your PayPal donations. And we're asking, this is our Spanish Announce Table sponsorship drive. We want to go see Tom Segura. He's coming to Kansas City. We need about 50 bucks or more. If you can help towards that, just do it. And please. You can also, also, please send us emails for the show to tableshow at gmail.com. And we'll kick them off. How we always do and always have with Katie the First. Lady. And she says, got to get my thing right up. She says, well, boys, Survivor Series is this Sunday. And after both go home shows, I'm looking more forward to the elimination matches than ever before. And that's a good thing because other than Brock Goldberg match, the build up to the other. Uh, up until this week, has been weak. Speaking of Brock and Goldberg, I mentioned last week that I would give my thoughts about the match itself and that the buildup has been great and Goldberg looks in great shape. It does remain to be seen how he does in the match. However, I'm going to be optimistic and think that the match will be good. Finally, since we did just have the 900th episode of SmackDown, what do you guys think is the quintessential SmackDown moment or match? Mine would probably be 
with Big Show Lesnar breaking the ring or when John Cena debuted. What are yours? This weekend should be crazy. Talk to you guys after. Later, Katie, the first. Lady, that's a great question. That is a great question. And I don't really know because I missed a lot of that SmackDown time is a portion of my time when I wasn't watching wrestling much. Well, for me, because I was at that very first pilot episode of SmackDown, for Mm -hmm. me personally, that was huge. Another huge moment was uh, when Hogan won the title from Triple H and they were in, I believe, Toronto or Montreal, and they gave him a standing ovation that literally brought him to tears. That's one of the promos he still talks about today. It's like the greatest uh, promos he ever was a part of just because of the reaction. He didn't even say a word. He just came out, and they just went ape shit for him for about 12 minutes. And I remember – I mean it's on their top 100. You know, SmackDown did a top 100 list, and – uh that was like up there in the like the twenties. It was so incredible. It was they just went insane for him. A couple other moments, if I could think. SmackDown, the Brock Lesnar Big Show ring that is pretty crazy. For some reason, I think of Arnold Schwarzenegger when he knocked out Triple H. I think of that. And then, oh, and then my favorite match that I ever saw in person was a SmackDown match, and it was the SmackDown before WrestleMania 22. The WrestleMania match was Randy Orton versus Kurt Angle versus Rey Mysterio. Mm -hmm. But the match that I saw in person was for the title, and it was Kurt Angle versus Rey Mysterio. And I didn't know who would win because they were both going to be guaranteed to go into the match Still, like if Kurt lost his title, he still yeah. got a chance to be in it. But they put on one of the best shows ever. Nice. It was one of the best matches of all time. So for me, those are personal, but I would agree. Probably the Brock Lesnar a big show. Yeah, I mean, that is, a, that is a fun moment for sure. Yeah, definitely. All right. Well, uh, Katie, uh, the first lady. Always there. Always emailing. Always. There she is. All right. Next one. I got it. Okay. It's Chris Mercado. Hey, I like that fucking guy. Yeah. He (laughs) says, hey, Mac and Cap, my apologies for the lack of emails the last few months. College is taking over my life along with work. I've barely had enough time to watch TNA, which isn't really a bad thing. (laughs) Of course not. He said that or you said that? No, he said that. He said that, yeah. 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 Anyway, Survivor Series is Sunday, and I love seeing when it's about representing the brand and heels and baby faces are put on the same side. And speaking of heels, which SmackDown Live's women wrestler do you think is a better heel? Alexa Bliss or Carmella? Alexa Bliss. I say Carmella. I just I, and, I hate Alexa Bliss's face more, so that's why. Like just the way she well, like has that smirk like i physically don't want to like her more than i don't want to like carmella yeah and her nose is weird it's very pointy yeah and she has the body of a 13 year old and a face of a 16 year old she has the uh she gives off the look of like don't fucking talk to me better than anybody else well, and when she was doing like the fairy thing, it was really like both of her gimmicks are very childish for me. And she is yeah. kind of attractive to where I feel weird, like looking at her. Yeah. 
Because yeah. I feel like I'm looking at a child, and I'm like, nope, nope, I shouldn't nope, see her shouldn't butt hanging that. out of her pants. Nope, can't do that. Nope. Yep. Can't look at it. Nope. Stop. Nope. Oh. Yeah, that's how, like, she makes me feel like how I feel like when, when I go to a park and there's parents around, I'm like, I just want to be like, I don't want anybody to think I'm looking at their child. I'm just going to, like, right. look away yeah, over look, here. Yeah. Look at the sky. Like, just look at the sky. Just because I don't want you even coming up with the possible idea that I might be, right? Like, I'm just right. going to look over here. Minding my business, right? And yeah. she gives off that vibe. Yes. I like Carmella because Carmella – okay, so you – I've told you guys many of times where I grew up. And for you, you know mm-hmm. I grew up in Independence. Oh, yeah. And that's the hood. Yep. So Carmella – I went to school with oh. 1,500 Carmellas. Oh, yeah. 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 So I see yeah. that girl. So I identify with like, oh, that's Whitney. You could, you could walk out your girl. door right now and see yeah. probably two or three of them hanging around. Exactly. Yeah. So it's like, oh, yeah, I know those girls. Yeah. And, and so that's why it's more believable. Too. <laughs> yeah. And she plays it perfect. I'm being dead serious. Oh, yeah. She plays the Jackson County hood rat white girl. Yes. To a T. The, the, the hood rat white girl in a predominantly white place, too, right? Right. Like, not yeah. even like. You know what I mean? That comes from like a predominantly black area, so they, you know what I mean, happen to be a hood rat or whatever. You know, like the, the, the ghetto areas or whatever. Like this is like, this is, I don't want to say rural, but it's like, how do we describe suburban? Yeah, it's suburban, but it's it's all white, right? I mean, it's mostly white, and but they are acting just gangster all of a sudden. You're like, where are you coming up with this? I mean, no, it's not all white. I mean, not anymore. True. But I know right. what you're saying. Yeah, right. the some areas that what you're talking about. Anyhow, right. but yeah, so that's why I like Carmela more because right. I it's, identify it's, with it. It's not a that this was the culture you grew up in. Is what I mean. Like you're not co-opting right. the culture that was around you. You're finding one that's from down the freaking block, and you're like, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, yeah, that's what I mean. Exactly. Yep. All right. And do you expect Sunday to be the last time we see Ellsworth for a while, or mm. will he stick around? That's I think all for this around. week. Later, yeah. amigos. Yeah. P.S. I like that. Oh. Go Wildcats. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. He's a good man, that Chris Mercado. He's a smart kid. Ara- He's going yeah, places. Ar- Arizona Wildcats. No. Go Wildcats. No. Right? Nope. Nope. Is nope. the Wildcats? Nope. It's the Villanova Wildcats. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know what would be a great You know what would be a great school mascot? Hmm. I don't know why a high school hasn't done this because everyone would enroll in this school. The ninjas. Who doesn't want to be a ninja? Yeah, the ninjas. Screw wildcats and bears and all yeah, this animal, an animal bullshit. Yeah, yeah be a ninja. Yeah, yeah, because they got Vikings. Let's get a ninja. Yeah, they got pirates. You, like, where's a ninja? And in today's climate, you know how fun it would be. Like, what up, my ninja? <laughs> oh man. <laughs> Oh man! Oh, that would be terrible. Oh, just to, just to watch every teacher's or asshole just like pucker up, like oh just god, cringe, is he like, say oh it? no, oh god, oh man, it's gonna be a riot. We're gonna get sued, <laughs> like all of that. Yep. Yeah, yeah. What up, my ninja. Mm, man, that would be rough. <laughs> Let's get into the picks. We have a big event coming up. We haven't done picks in a while just because we've been trying to settle into our new studio, parentheses S, and now we're going to get back into the picks. I think, I don't even know who's supposed to have Shiki right now, but you have him, so we're just going to stick mm-hmm. with that right now, Yep. right? And we fight for Lil Shiki, yeah? 
This mm-hmm. time we're going to make our SmackDown picks. And I'm coming right off of WWE.com, right? I'm going to read these right off here. So we'll start with the WWE Cruiserweight Championship match. The Brian Kendrick versus Kalisto. If Kalisto wins, SmackDown Live gets the entire Cruiserweight division. And I think Kalisto's going to win this and take it. I think they're going to not give up on it. I got Brian Kendrick. Okay. All right. I like that. And then we got the Intercontinental Championship match, The Miz versus Sami Zayn. Uh, well, if they take one title, do they got to give them another one? Are they, but then they'd have both mid-cards, so I guess I'm going to say The Miz retains. I got Sami Zayn because that's why Miz beat Ziggler, so that Sami Zayn beats the heel Miz. Mm-hmm. Then Sami Zayn, if you remember, was upset that Stephanie didn't believe in him, and I think Sami Zayn goes to SmackDown with that title. Oh, so he doesn't like... He says, no, you didn't want me. You didn't want me in that spot. I signed so I'm going, this deal. That, that title technically belongs to SmackDown, so I'm going over there. And then at their pay-per-view, TLC, you have a triple threat of Ziggler, Miz, and Zayn. And I'll risk a point, and I'll even say that Ziggler costs Miz the match, and that's how Sami Zayn wins. I like it. Nice pick. All right, we're going to move to Team Raw versus Team SmackDown in a live and a 10-on-10 traditional Survivor Series tag team elimination match. The New Day, Luke Gallows and Carl Anderson, Sheamus and Cesaro, Enzo Amore and Big Cass and the Shining Stars face Heath Slater and Rhino, the Hype Bros, American Alpha, the Usos, and Brizango in a 10-on-10 traditional Survivor Series tag team match, which is not traditional, but whatever. What do you mean it's not traditional? The rules are traditional, well, the but rules the match are traditional, isn't. Yeah. yeah, so that's why they call it there traditional. Isn't, there's never been a 10 on 10 ever. Right, but the now, rules Now, how does this work? If one tag team partner's eliminated, does he got to go? Yes. They both got to yes. go? Did they so say that? Tyler Breeze gets pinned, Fandango's gone as well. Okay, okay. I like that better. I believe. That's what, I'm, that's what I, the I like that better. Is. That makes more sense with the tag team. Yeah. You, you represent a team. Your team got eliminated, right? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I've got... Team Raw, just because I mean, look, I love SmackDown, but I mean, those teams are garbage. Oh, God. Compared, I mean, the Usos compared. are the only good team there. Yeah. Rizongo's fun. Well, I mean, American Alpha's good, but they're just stalled, not doing anything right now. Yeah, there's no there's no momentum behind. No, and they uh, love I the see, New Day. I bet you New Day stands tall. I'm going to say Team Raw, too. Well, and the other thing is you got to remember, New Day loses at all these things, so eventually they got to win sometimes, so I think this is the time they win. Yeah, so, okay, we agree on that one. Then we got a Team Raw versus Team SmackDown live in a five-on-five traditional Survivor Series women's elimination match. And we have Nia Jax, Sasha Banks, Charlotte, Bailey, and Alicia Fox, one half of the greatest wrestling match of all time, taking on uh, Carmella, Becky Lynch, Nikki Bella, Alexa Bliss and Naomi. I think I'm gonna go with Team Raw on this one too because I think I think they just like the women on Team Raw more. You know, what I mean, I think WWE puts more f- stock in them. Well, I think I got Team Raw as well. I think uh, Natty cost uh, SmackDown the match. And that's the reason she's like, I shouldn't have been the coach. I should yeah. have been in there. Yeah. And then she's then transitions to back, being back to a wrestler. You wager and, a point on that, or are you just thinking that? Yeah, I'll wager. Okay, Fuck right. it. I like that. And also on top of that, uh, I think because well, no, I don't want to ruin it. 
No. Okay. So, yeah, I got Team Raw. Okay. And then I'll tell you why on the next match. All right, we got Team Raw and Team SmackDown live in a five-on-five five traditional Survivor Series men's elimination match. And it is <clears throat> uh, Big Braun Strowman, Seth Rollins, Chris Jericho, Roman Reigns, Kevin Owens, taking on AJ Styles, Dean Ambrose, Shane McMahon, Bray Wyatt, and Randy Orton. And I'm going to say... I'm going to say Raw wins this, and I'm going to say Ellsworth costs SmackDown the match somehow. You know, that's, that, okay. that, seems, that seems easy layup for him. I got a clean sweep for Raw, and I'm going with the men as well. I think AJ Styles is the final guy who gets pinned, and I think that's the reason why Undertaker's back because mm-hmm. then at TLC you're going to have AJ retain because then Ellsworth turns on Dean Ambrose at TLC, and then that leads to Undertaker blaming AJ Styles for SmackDown losing, and then at the Royal Rumble you have Undertaker versus AJ Styles. That's why he's back, and that's how it happens. And then the clean sweep helps Stephanie just rub it in Shane's face, and then the disarray, and then that's when you start to see the tension between Shane and Daniel Bryan, and then eventually that leads to the seeds for Daniel Bryan versus Brock Lesnar at WrestleMania. Waboom! I feel like you're going to fucking rail me on these picks. And then the uh, the big match, the Brock Lesnar versus Goldberg. I think Lesnar's going over, man. I, yeah, because I it's yeah. the last match for Goldberg. Right, and they don't like Goldberg. Like, yeah, they're just like, yeah, yeah, okay, cool. Yeah, thanks, guy. Yeah. yeah, yeah. All right, those are the picks, man. I like it. So before we go, as is customary, T-Mac each week gives us three things that we should either, well, not necessarily we, that he found that he thinks were positive in the week of wrestling or that maybe he needs to be a little patient on it. It's his goal to remain positive and patient with wrestling. And it's time for T-Mac's three P's. P1, it was the return of The Undertaker. It was fun, it was good, and it was cool to see that he said WrestleMania won't be what defines him as a character. And so now it'll be fun to see. And again, I think this ends at Royal Rumble because a dream match that he wants to get in and the fans want to see is AJ Styles versus Undertaker. And so I think that's the whole point of this, which that'll be fun because then we'll see more of a character development out of AJ Styles. Now he's afraid because now we've really just seen him Mm -hmm. as an asshole, right? Yeah. yeah. But we haven't seen him afraid. Yeah, just being a prick, basically. But yeah, he's not been like, oh shit. Yeah. Yeah, he's been confident in all these. Like, like, yeah, I mean, I'm going to beat you. Like, you know, I'm AJ fucking Styles. But now it's like, oh shit. This is the Undertaker. And Undertaker's fun little, you know, smoke and mirror games are always fun to see. So it'll be fun to get that back into the SmackDown product. Uh, My P2 is more of a salute to the promos of Goldberg. Like I said earlier, these are the best promos he's ever done. It seems like he's actually taking this serious because I think he knows it ends on Sunday. So there's a goal at the end and his kid wants to see him, yada, yada, yada. And so I think he's been hitting home runs with this. Is it a match anyone really wants to see? Not really, but for what it is, he's doing great. And so that's a positive. I like that. 
And then P3, again, it's a Survivor Series. Like Katie said, they did a great go-home show on both back-to-back shows, and it made me very excited for this on Sunday night. The end of Raw, I actually posted on my personal Facebook page and said Sunday night's going to be fun because that was a great finish, right? Everyone got their fun stuff in. It was so much fun. And so I'm excited, and it's going to be great. That's a positive. All positives. It's a week of positive. Yay, wrestling. All right, on that note, we will take you out of here. We'll be back for episode 174 next week on the Spanish Announce Table, which is on SpanishAnnounceTable.net. And Bill Hader of Saturday Night Live used to work at a movie theater in college and was fired for telling rude customers how Titanic ended. TrinityTopicsNetwork.com. Topics Network.com.